is Father Douglas Hunter, and I'm the pastor of St. Rock Catholic Church in Indianapolis, Indiana, and I'm here with a special guest today. Who do I have with me? Hi, my name is Sam Hansen. I am a seminarian for the Archdiocese of Indianapolis. I'm in my first year at St. Myron. I'm a uh, parishioner here at St. Rock Parish, where Father Hunter is the pastor. I've been here since I was young and frequently go back on, on breaks and such, and really glad to be on the show. We greatly appreciate that, and that squeak you heard in the background is my dog. Sorry about that. He only squeaks things whenever I'm talking or trying to do something important. Um, you just came back from a very important trip. What, mm -hmm. what, where'd you come from, or where did you go, I should say? Yeah, so I was actually just on a nine-day pilgrimage to Italy, really all over the country, but it was very incidental that my last three days of the trip were in Rome. They happened to be scheduled on top of the funeral of Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, which I was fortunately able to attend. And you had no idea that that was coming, did you? No. And you just got very lucky to be there at the right time in the right place. If you want to call that luck, yes. <laughs> I consider it a blessing to be at the funeral of a pope. I would say so, definitely. Yes, because that's mm -hmm. a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity mm -hmm. for a lot of people who will never get to see that opportunity as well. Yes. And what did you think about your trip? Oh, overall, it was beautiful, really refreshing. I'd, I've only been out of the country once. I went on a Holy Land pilgrimage, which is obviously very different from what you'd imagine travel to be like. I've been a few places in the United States, but last May I uh, went over to Israel and, you know, obviously the Middle East where it's a second world country, a lot of unrest, but still a lot of the holy sites. It's just a different type of trip than what you'd imagine Europe to be like. But really, it's just interesting to see how much culture changes in between places more so than, you know, the, the Midwest especially. Um, I, I got some—the story behind this trip is that my uh, friend, also seminary, his name is Kai, Kai Tu, mm -hmm. um, one of my best friends since high school. His aunt is a nun mm -hmm. over in the Milan area, and so we got to see her, and that was the main point of our oh, pilgrimage. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Milan, our time was different. We saw some things over there, but then we made our way around to Venice and then a day in Florence and then finally to, to Rome. And, I don't know, it was just neat to see how deep our, our Catholic history goes specifically. Um, you know, my parents said this when they came back from the trip. is they, they, they always told me we felt bad going over there and you weren't there mm -hmm. because over here in the United States, you'll never see a church that's more than 300 years old. Mm -hmm. You'll rarely see the... You know the tomb of a martyr. You'll mm -hmm. rarely see you know a lot of nuns and a lot of priests and you know even all these high-ranking cardinals and stuff. It's mm -hmm. just there's a lot that you don't see just being here in the United right. States. And recently, I went to um, Ireland in June, mm -hmm. and this trip was a lot different than my last trip to Ireland because we went on a slightly different pilgrimage to different places of religious aspect as I would like to say mm -hmm. and one of those places was St. Kevin's Monastery okay here's a monastery where it is still standing from like forever and it was just neat to be there in that place where the church was just basically all just wood stone and there is no wooden floor there's no wooden floors there's no um windows there's no nothing you just come in you stand and there's an altar they would say mass everyone do their thing and then they would leave mm -hmm. and just being able to celebrate mass in certain churches that from the 1700s who would ever thought i knew a little priest from midwest indiana going to say mass in churches that are older than the united states as we know it mm -hmm. but it was one of the one of, one of the most beautiful things ever and one of our priests his family is from ireland 
Father Joe Moriarty, and it was come to find out, he told me later on, that was the parish where his grandfather and his father was baptized in. That's incredible. And I'm like, wow, all these connections and from around the world. And as we get older, my world gets smaller. And I wonder if you'll see the same thing later on, too. As you get older, the world does get a little bit smaller as you get to make more connections through seminary, priestly ministry, and different things of that nature. And you and I were talking earlier about a priest from one of the NFL teams, and some people know that I'm the chaplain to the Indianapolis Colts, and you get to know who these guys are from around the NFL, and there's yeah. only 32 teams, so there obviously there would be 32 priests. Mm-hmm. But one team has two priests that have those yeah. home games and away games mm-hmm. in the Tennessee Titans, but they're great people, but we're still faithful to the Colts here in Indianapolis. Of course. <laughs> we're the shoe. That's right. <laughs> and today they play their last game of the football season and we'll see how that goes from there we're yeah, not we'll gonna make it in the playoffs we'll but see. we'll hopefully we'll play to our fullest potential playing for pride now there we go yeah, that's it but one of the things that i've learned in traveling around the world is travel broadens the mind can you speak to that a little bit you already did but can you speak a little more on that yeah i would say you, your first experience with travel i think when you go abroad your first mindset you kind of have is to have the best time possible maybe have like the most pleasant time mm-hmm. possible and you can be super self-conscientious about where you go and what you do am i doing enough am i not doing enough mm-hmm. um a- am i eating good enough food things like that and you can get really nitpicky about it mm-hmm. but kind of as the days go along you realize that the kind of the memories and the experience mm-hmm. is kind of what it's about um so like i guess the best example is maybe pure energy you might be wiped after a day of walking multiple miles through the city of Rome. Mm-hmm. But when you go back, you will realize you're incredibly thankful for all the, the stuff you saw. Right. Yeah, um, yeah and it, it really, again, it's, it's just about seeing stuff that you wouldn't see otherwise. Right. You know, th- things that are just foreign to you. It's really hard to, to put into words. But... W- w- like, one thing I keep going back to in my, in my mind, actually, um, and something... That's very foreign to you know the United States, especially unless you're maybe on the East Coast where you have like the Museum of Art in New York or the National Gallery in D.C. is like mm-hmm. a big art museum. Right. So I was fortunate in Florence actually to see the Uffizi Gallery. What is the Uffizi Gallery? The Uffizi Gallery is the main hub of Renaissance art in Florence. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I mean, we don't think much of like paintings and sculpture. You know, mm-hmm. people can identify the Mona Lisa and David and stuff right. like that. But when you go through an art museum like this, so the story behind this is that we had just gotten off of a lot of walking, and we had these tickets, and we realized they were going to work. We thought they wouldn't at first. Um, and we did, We were like, should we go to lunch, or should we go see this gallery? So it was early in the afternoon. We were both hungry, and we decided to go ahead and get in the line anyway. And we spent like two hours in this art exhibit just seeing oh, wow. like all these sculptures and stuff. And you know, a lot of repetitions, a lot of you know triptychs, a lot of paintings of the Blessed Mother, a lot of statues of greek gods and goddesses Mm -hmm. that's just kind of where the renaissance was but uh leaving it you realize what an expression of faith this was you realize um that this is an individual person's experience and perspective on theology put into pictures you know when we think of understanding god we'll think of that often in terms Mm -hmm. of maybe just reading a book some of us go far enough to recognize that in liturgical experience which that's Mm -hmm. obviously the crux of the catholic faith but that's contained in so many more expressions if you allow it to. Like I keep thinking in my mind, I keep going back to Leonardo da Vinci's uh, Annunciation painting where mm-hmm. there's this angel that almost seems 
shy and cowardful in front of the Blessed Mother, and the Blessed Mother waiting outside her doorstep. It really just invites this perspective on the, you know, one of the mysteries of the Rosary and the, the really the beginning of our faith in Christ when He became incarnate. Um, and that's something I'm just my mind continually goes back to, and something I, I hang on to. Mm-hmm. And you were a graduate of Ron Colley High School, aren't you? That's right. Here on the south side of Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Recently, they just opened up a gallery to, um, excuse me, yeah. Pope Roncalli yeah. himself. St. John the 23rd. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My mind has truly yeah. escaped me for some reason. Mm-hmm. And uh, have you had a chance to see that just yet? I have, actually. Well, what fine. are your thoughts? I thought it was beautiful. Apparently, mm-hmm. it's the, the biggest one in North America. Uh, definitely think it's very unique f- and ambitious for a, a high school, especially. Mm-hmm. But I think that's where we as the church kind of need to like step out of our, our comfort zone a little bit. Mm. Um, you know, we're, I'm trying to maybe put the, the words, it's definitely an, an, an evolution of values, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, I think as Americans, and this is a, another thing of travel, you kind of realize how unique your culture is. We kind of mm-hmm. think of ourselves as the center until you go over to Italy and you just, and I could say a million words about how different right. Italians are from Americans. But I mean, we, we do tend towards minimalism. We tend to mm-hmm. be, uh, criticize things as, as superfluous we kind of overlook beauty itself mm-hmm. um and we can fall into this utilitarian mindset where we think of churches they just need to be the uh these places where people go to mass on the weekend and that's it we think of everything that we put in liturgical art and architecture as functional we think of saints merely as people that we learn life lessons from for our own sake rather than mm-hmm. people that are actually in heaven mm-hmm. And by having all these things on display from the life of you know Saint John the Twenty Third, you know letters, um, some of his vestments, holy cards, memorabilia from mm-hmm. uh, like newspapers from the time he was pope, uh, really, you know, brings to life what a what a human this guy was, not right. just this historical figure. And I I just, I just see it as an expression of hate of, of faith, really, just doing homage to a saint that really is overlooked. I mean, he started the Second Vatican Council. and Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right here in Indianapolis. That's right. Mm -hmm. And I was there for the dedication of that, and it was beautiful to be there. Father Bob Robeson, Mm -hmm. pastor of Holy Name in Beach Grove, was the one who blessed that. And we also online had, via Zoom or Google Meets or whatever they used, two of the priests who helped put that together as well. One spoke English, the other didn't, but That's right. they were able to translate for us, and it was just mm-hmm. a very unique experience yeah. right here on the South Side, and I was glad to be part of that. Mm-hmm. Well, Sam, thank you for taking your time out of your busy schedule to be here with me and to yeah. give me to share your experiences with us and to the listeners who well, may, may not get to Rome or may not get to yeah. different parts of the world, and mm-hmm. it's good that we can share that with other people and yeah. share our thoughts and our ideas mm-hmm. as people of faith. Would you like to close out with a prayer? Yeah, of course. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show, Father. Appreciate it. Definitely a great honor. Um, let's conclude, especially on this uh, Feast of the Epiphany. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord Jesus, you give us life. You give us the gift of your Holy Spirit. You give us the gift of yourself made flesh so that we might see the face of God. Help us on our journey to heaven to always keep you in mind, to make you the center of our being, to look for you in the poor, and the sinners, and our own friends and family. Guide us always to do your will, which is joy itself. And may all the saints and angels bless us. Bless us. 
as we journey towards heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Very beautiful prayer. Thank you so much. Thank you, Father. God Take bless care. you. God bless.